Hi, and welcome to Unfailing Love with Kim. You know the drill. If you haven't got your coffee yet, put me on pause, go grab a cup, and I'll meet you on the couch. Hi, and welcome back to Unfailing Love with Kim. We are ready to do our scripture verse for today, our passage, and it is found in Joshua chapter 24, verses 14 and 15. Now, therefore, fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in faithfulness. Put away the gods that your father served beyond the river and in Egypt and serve the Lord. And if it is evil in your eyes to serve the Lord, choose this day whom you will serve. Whether the gods of your fathers served in the region beyond the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Joshua 24, 14 and 15. We hear that said, we, I mean, we have it up on our wall in our living room that the scripture, just the final part of as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. But that is powerful because if you are serving God and you're making an effort to do it always, not just Sunday mornings, not just during devotion, but that everything you say and do, you desire for it to bring glory to God and you are serving him always. What a blessing that is. Because we don't have to worry about what people think of us if we're serving our mighty God, right? We don't have to wonder if we're going to heaven, if we're serving our mighty God. Does that mean everything's going to be perfect all the time? Absolutely not. We will go through trials and we're going to talk about that in a couple of weeks. But um, yeah, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. I'm going to come right back with you and we're going to do the second part of our series on unspoken equals unmet. Hi, and welcome back to Unfailing Love with Kim. We are in a series that is entitled Unspoken Equals Unmet. And last week we talked about um, our unspoken rules and expectations will only bring unmet expectations. Because if our spouse doesn't know what your expectation is, then they aren't going to be able to meet that expectation. And so then when that happens, it usually brings about conflict and can be something that adds a little bit of um, division between you and your spouse. So if you speak those expectations and rules you have, and I say rules are like things that you came out of your home with that are ingrained in you and you don't even realize it. But yet when your spouse doesn't meet or follow what you believe is the right way, you're upset with them and it's not fair because you haven't told them. So today we are going to talk about unspoken priorities equals unmet priorities and disappointment and conflict. So what are your priorities? What are your priorities for your life? What is it that means the most to you in life? What is it that you put your time and your money into? That's the best way to see where your priorities lie is to look at how much money you're spending on what and how much time you're spending on what. If during a week you spend a lot of hours in front of a TV and I'm raising my hand to that because I'm guilty of 
spending too much time watching TV, then that's one of your priorities. If you spend a lot of time on your cell phone, scrolling and searching, whether that's scrolling through like Facebook or Twitter or whatever, or whether that's scrolling through news articles, that is your one of your priorities. If you're spending a lot of money on sporting equipment, then that's where your priority is. If you're watching a ton of sports, that's where your priority is. If you're playing video games, that's where your priority is. And I'm, I'm, I'm guilty of some of these. And I have to ask you, is that what you want your priorities to be? So I have a challenge for you this week. I want each husband and wife, hopefully you can get your spouse to do this, to write down their top 10 priorities. What is a priority to them? What is vitally important to them? What is vitally important to you? And I want you to do this separately. And then I want you to bring it together and see how they mesh. See if you can put a list of 10 priorities that you can come together on. Then comes the next step. So I want you to take, and I, I don't want you to think about this next step while you're doing the first two steps because it will influence you. So, and it probably will, but I want you to be honest with what your priorities are before I tell you this next part. So here we go into some scriptures, right? If then, oh, sorry, this is in Colossians 3, verses 1 through 10. If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is you, your, who, sorry, when Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you, sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desires, covetousness, which is idolatry. On account of these, the wrath of God is coming. In these, you too once walked when you were living in them, but now you must put them all away. Anger, wrath, malice, slander, and obscene talk from your mouth. Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. So when we didn't talk about even pornography and that could be in your priorities and you don't want to write that down, but I want you to be honest with these first lists, right? Where does God fall in that? Where does your spouse fall in that? Where do your children fall in that? Where does church fall in that? Where are your neighbors, your coworkers, where do they fall in your priority list? This is something I think you really need to pray about because we're going to do another list and we're going to do it with the priorities you want to have or you should have. You may not want to give up. I don't know how many hours of sports, right? But we want to look at not only what our priorities are, basically what we've spent our time on. And I'll tell you, mine would not be I wouldn't be that great. 
<laughs> um, I'm sure TV would be on the list. No doubt about it. Um, cell phone use would be on the list. And I'm talking about mindless cell phone stuff, not just talking and texting to family and friends and fellow church um, brothers and sisters. So as I read these next couple of scriptures, I want you just to think about where God lies, where your spouse lies, where your children, grandchildren, whoever, as far as your offspring land, where your church lands and serving your church lands. And maybe we need to redo our priorities. And I'm curious, we didn't talk about this, but when you and your spouse brought your list together of priorities that you are doing right now, I'm curious how different they are and how similar they are. So if you want to let me know that through a, an email or a Facebook message or a, a voicemail, I will have those, that information for you at the end of the podcast. Okay, so Matthew 6, 19 through 21 says, Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasure in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will also be. So if, you are, if your treasure is in pornography, and I'm talking about both husbands and wives, because this is a prevalent problem in our society. If that fell on your list of priorities, even if you didn't, if you chose not to write it down because you were embarrassed by it, that's, that's an earthly thing. It's also, if we went back to the other scripture, um, it was talking about sexual immorality that needs to be put away, right? So when you do the second list, I want you to really pray about it. Talk with your spouse about it. Work together to make pr priorities that are the same, but you may also have some priorities that are different, but you need to be aware of what those prior priorities are in your spouse so that when say your wife wants to make plans and you have something already set up that's in your priorities, that's not going to, going to become a conflict because she already knows your priorities and vice versa. Okay. So that's, that's important. Um, we're going to go to Matthew 6 and 33, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. And that's talking about, um, being anxious for nothing. That you don't have to be anxious, but if, but if you are having anxiety, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and that peace per, that passes all understanding will just descend on you. I have one more scripture verse, that, then we'll just talk a little bit. So this is Philippians chapter two, verses one through eight. So if there is any encouragement in Christ, any comfort from love, any participation in the spirit, any affection and sympathy, complete my joy by being the same mind, of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from selfish ambition 
or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Have his mind among yourselves, have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who through who though he was in the form of God did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant being born in the likeness of men and being found in human form he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death even death on the cross Whew. that's asking a lot right <laughs> but we do need to you know I'm not asking you to to go to your death First of all, God hasn't called you to do that. So, but he has called us to not be, to not have selfish, selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility, we are to count others more significant than ourselves. So as we look at that, and let me read one more. Each of you are to look not only at his own interests, but also the interests of others. So it's not just about you. <laughs> it's not all about you. So when you're writing these new priorities, when you write these priorities down, are they all selfish priorities? Your first list, was that all selfish priorities? Or do you have others, other interests at heart? Now, I know your, your new list will have some things about um, that your prior, priority is God, prayer, worship, whatever, your spouse, your family, your church. I know those things will probably fall, come down on your priorities list. And I want them to because I want you to see what you need to strive towards as far as priorities. You need to take a look. Maybe you need to turn a show off and just go get on your knees and spend some time with the Lord. Maybe you need to not play that one more video game and get on your knees and read the word of God. Maybe you just need to take a little more time looking at your spouse's priorities and trying to meet those, help them with those. You need to be in a place of humility you need to be humble. And these aren't going to happen overnight, but I want you to think about that when you write your new priorities and you look, that's your goal is the new priorities. What you actually are doing is the first list of priorities. And then the second list is what you and your spouse are both doing and have decided to um, come to terms with. So those first and second lists of priorities, there's where you and your spouse are, where you are, individually and as a couple and what you're striving towards is this new set of priorities and you have to look at the the current list of priorities so you know where you can take a piece away and give that to god i i have an admission to make um just in the last Within the last month, my husband and I have been reading the Bible together. And in our many years of marriage and many years as Christians, decades, 
this is the first time where we've really read the word together. And I say read together. I read it while he's driving the truck and then we discuss it. And it's, I feel so much more empowered in doing that for some of the things God is calling us to do, like this marriage ministry he's called us to. I'm not going to be able to do that on my own. And it has been such a blessing to read with Jim and go over that. We do a devotion that we do most every day. We sometimes miss a day or two and make it up, sometimes more than that. Um, so we do the devotion. We do our Bible reading. We talk. Um, may pray at that point. We have prayed together for several years. But it's been such a blessing to be able to read the word together. And that is going to be on my priorities list. Will it be where I want it to be? Not till I make it so. I can guarantee that television, I spend more time on television than I do in the word. And that's horrible. I should be spending more time in the word. I'm going to be taking a um, foundation of theology class at our church coming up in September. And I'm really excited about that. And that um, that's going to give me some more time again, moving away from the things of the earth and moving towards the things of the spirit and of heaven. And that's my challenge to you is take a look at some areas where you can cut back some time, cut back some money on where your priorities have been based on how much money and time you've spent on these things. Now, do I spend money reading the word of God with my husband? No, but that time is so valuable. So it's not necessarily both money and time for every, everything, right? You already have the TV, so you're not spending more, t more money on the TV, but you are spending time on the TV. Same with computer games. If you already have them, you're not spending money on them. You're spending time on them. But that's still a huge cost. In many ways, time is a much greater cost to us than money is. And it costs nothing to read the word of God. It costs nothing to pray. It costs nothing to worship him. It does cost time. It is a sacrifice to do so, but you will be so blessed by it. It'll be worth any sacrifice. So I have a couple challenges there for you this week. You're each going to do your priorities list of what you're actually spending your money and or time on. You're going to come together and try and come up with a priorities list together. And I'm recommending a list of 10. You may do a few more than that, a few less than that, whatever works for you. But that's, that's kind of a guideline. And then you're going to take a look at where your priorities should be based on these scriptures I've read. And then make a new list of the priorities you're going to be striving towards. And you can do this individually. You can do this as a couple. You can do it individually and then as a couple, just like we did the first list. But I challenge you to make sure that your priorities are where they should be. And there are certain priorities that you and your spouse should have the same, but there might be some that are different. And you need to 
have humility and put their interests ahead of yours. Not all the time. I can't, I'm not saying you can't enjoy a video game once in a while. But I'm sure your spouse wants your time. I'm sure your spouse wants to spend some time moving towards these new goals. So have a discussion about it. Not a fight, a discussion about it, about the priorities you have, the priorities you have together, the priorities you are striving for, both individually and as a couple, and how you can support each other in that. How you can support each other in moving towards those new priorities in a way that is not offensive. When your spouse is in playing video games, don't just run in and say, is that your priority? Really? What's your priority supposed to be? You know, that's not the way, that's not humble. That's not with humility either. You need to talk to them in love. So we are about done for today. We are going to have a couple more um, parts to this series, and I'm really excited about that. And I think they're going to be positive, um, exciting and positive um, unspokens and unmets that you guys can work on. So, of course, the unspo the unspoken in this is your priorities, which you're going to come together on. And the unmet is you, you don't support them in those priorities if you don't know what they are. And through that, between the two of you, it becomes, uh, there becomes disappointment, maybe distrust, conflict, and just causes, you know, more and more issues. So as you think about what is it, what is it about priorities you have not told your spouse? Make sure and tell them. Whether they're ones that you're going to, you're doing and you're going to strive to move more into some other priorities or whether they're the priorities you're striving towards, talk about these things. Don't do it completely separate to where you never talk about it. So I want you to grow as a couple. So there are a few ways that you can reach me. And I mentioned at the beginning that I would love to hear from you guys and see how your different lists are met, are meshing and how you're trying to incorporate um, some priorities that God has given us to do. So I would love to hear from you. You can email me at unfailinglovewithkim at gmail.com. You can send me a message on Facebook at unfailinglovewithkim. You can also, hang on just a second here. You can also leave a voicemail at on the Anchor app or at anchor.fm, that's anchor.f as in family, m as in marriage. Or you can call this number and leave me a voicemail. And that number is, just a second, it's not letting me see it. 1509 537-1191. So that's 509-537-1191. Pretty sure that's it. It's still not letting me see it. It's being a little bit stubborn with me, I guess. <laughs> um, let me make sure that's right. Yep, that was correct. So I would love to hear from you. Any, um, any input you have, whether you just want to share some results with me, if you want to 
ask questions. I'm happy to respond to you. So, yeah, I look forward to hearing from you. I'm going to pray us out of here. Father God, I just thank you that you are helping to show us where our priorities should lie. And you are unveiling the priorities that we have right now so that we can begin to move with humility towards the priorities that you have asked us to, to set. I ask as these couples work through these things that um, any conflict that comes up, that you would be there to keep them calm and have a good discussion about it rather than it becoming a fight. And if this takes a few days, Lord God, that's okay. Whatever works for each couple. I thank you for this podcast that we can reach out to, to people and you can work through me to lead and guide this um, podcast so that it can hopefully help heal and strengthen marriages. Father God, we just worship you. We honor you. We glorify you. In the mighty and precious name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Have an incredible week and I will see you next Friday.